welcome, welcome, welcome to, you know, Between a Talk and a Hard Place. Um, I'm your host, Sunshine, and today we'll be talking with Empress Rose. Hello, Empress. How are you today? I'm doing well, thanks. Thank you so much for having me. You're very much welcome. Thank you for coming along. I mean, I would love to get to know a little bit about you. So can you tell me a bit about yourself and, you know, a little bit about your story? Well, Empress Rose is an introvert who does extrovert things. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, the the reason for that is like um, being an introvert, it is that you could just be an introvert without making money. Then I guess nobody would really know, you know, me because I'm, I'm a super introvert. I was telling someone that. I haven't been outside since November 12th until yesterday. Wow. And they were like, what? Are you kidding me? November 12th. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yes, since November 12th. So I am an introvert who does extrovert things. Um, Before the pandemic, of course, I'm traveling at least um, five days per week, traveling just to different places because of the various things that I do. and I like to do things sometimes by myself as well. I'm very spontaneous, so I'll just get up and go somewhere just to do it oh, as well. And I'm a spiritual person. I'm a spiritual person as well. I fast two days per week. I fast and pray two days per week where sun, sunrise to sunset and within that time do not use technology at all. I realize that you have a little business. Well, it's not really a little business. It is a big business. Intel Stars? Um, how did you come up with that name? Well, the thing is that, um, it was easy for me to choose that name because of the various things that I do. Mm-hmm. Most of my clients are, are international, um, connections and, and I have global connections, but most of my connections are international connections. And, um, with the various things that I do, seeing that, uh, my clients are internationally that are on my label, um, within Kenya, Ghana, way, Nigeria, Ethiopia, Zambia, um, Gambia. Wow. <laughs> so that's a lot it. of the African you countries. Know, yeah. I, I have a lot of the African countries. I have some Jamaicans. I have um, U.S. as well. So I work with, you know, not just different artists on the label, but different projects that involve different artists globally so i find that um in terms of international international connection um very versed well in that and have a lot of persons who even if i don't work or i work limitedly within some industries they contact me um and ask for opinions so have to they ask decide to boss first, right? well. which is you <laughs> <laughs> when was the first time you actually expressed yourself through music The first time I started writing between five to seven, five and a half, between five and a half and seven years old. That's pretty Um, early. mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, what sparked that? (laughs) Yes. Yes. And uh, what happened is that um, we on television, my parents used to watch this program like every Sunday. I don't even remember the name of it, but I know that every Sunday it would be different music that um, would be on. Um, now you have like um, artists that would be performing such as Elton John, Whitney Houston, Lucky Dubé, and Dara Taku, 
And throughout those years, I, I ended up listening every time. And I wanted to know, like, wow, this is interesting. How do people come up with a song? So I started. Wow, what, five? <laughs> yeah, so I was just walking to school and I'd be singing my song. So, yeah, so over time, it, um, it grew on me. And I started to recognize that, wow. So if you had to, like, find um, even some of my textbooks years ago, there is a song in there somewhere. <laughs> Do you have any of those textbooks still? <laughs> I, I, I need to like really go back and see if I could find some, you know, where I used to live in Jamaica to see if I could find some um, the books. Because one of, one of the, one of the um, last places that I lived, I still have books there. So I'm going to do that challenge when I go back home to see if I find any of my old textbook and find songs in there. Maybe I could find a song that I could just like refurbish and, and, um, you know put it out <laughs> yeah that's exactly what I was about to say to you that's something you could do you know and I would love to see one of those books you know see the hand the little handwriting and you know that would have that would actually be amazing to actually see that would be so interesting that's yes and then you could probably frame that book also you know because that's I'm guessing would have a lot of sentimental value to you as well yeah that's true it is yeah okay that's 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 really good so that's your challenge empress you're gonna have to look for that book and i'm gonna you know check in with you again to see if you found it and what songs are you know you're gonna get out there challenge accepted (laughs) yes yes of course (laughs) all right so all right so tell me what's your biggest um achievement so far in terms of music but in terms of life itself i think my greatest achievements uh, are my kids you know okay. being being able to um produce and be able to see that in terms of being a parent that they have excelled um exponentially as well um with whatever it is they choose to do is one of the greatest achievements yeah Okay. All right. So what's um, the biggest uh, misconception of your industry? So let's first talk about the music industry. What's the biggest misconception that, you know, you've heard about the, in- the industries? Oh, my God. Mm. So one of the things is that um, you hear so often is like, oh, as a musician, once you release a song, or once it is that you're making a, a buzz that pe- persons think that, oh, you're now rich. Or especially if you're on a label, that, oh, you have now, you're now rich, you now have a certain amount of money. And in truth and in fact, that's not true um, as well, you know. So we get into this thing where um, persons think that they come to a label and then they just, it, it, just automatically, they don't have to do anything. And it is so sad and so bad in terms of that. When, when it comes to as well on the sports side, I know you said music, but also because I work on the sports side and I work with, you know, um, athletes that are vying for national championships and the Olympics mm-hmm. and as well athletes that are been to the Olympics and are professional athletes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, what I was saying on the, on the sports end as well is that, you know, you have persons who think that, the athletes um, who act- actually been to the Olympics, they walk away and they have so much capital when in truth and in fact, that's not always how it works as well. Sometimes they make more money after they're finished. Sometimes they make money while they're there. But um, yeah. I want to know, 
now we have the COVID that's going on, right? What actually keeps you motivated? Because I know we're in a time now where a lot of people, you know, it becomes a whole mental thing, a mental block, or we know that mental health at the moment is a big thing. You know, some people have no motivation and they find it hard to just go through the day. So, I mean, for yourself in this COVID time, what keeps you motivated? I have so much to keep me busy. Okay. Um, But I think the fact that I'm able to, um, some of the things that I do is actually, you know, humanitarian work. And some of the works that I'm doing, um, keeping motivated is being able to extend different things persons who cannot necessarily afford them as well so yeah the humanitarian factor um you know going not necessarily we can't go out all the time so is being able to put um you know to connect persons together to help each other um during this spare time and how are you doing that at the moment what um what are you finding that's working well, some of it is, you know, by simply um, sending out emails to persons mm-hmm. who may have gotten, gotten in touch with me and telling me they need help in certain areas and somebody that I know that they can connect with so through email, um, through WhatsApp, different services. Um, and now recently I've been able to connect on Clubhouse. I've been on Clubhouse for three weeks now. So within that period, kind of... Um, being able to do a few things as well, connect a few persons as well. So do you find that Clubhouse has really, you know, helped you to connect with uh, people of this caliber? Um, yeah, yes. Biggest advice, you know, you could pass on um, to other emerging creatives, you know, and why has this, you know, proven to be so successful um, what are what you said? What is an advice to pass off to creatives? Yeah, so to emerging creatives, so people who are upcoming, whether they're upcoming in the sports or upcoming in the music, and they're not quite sure on you know what they're doing or what where to go. What advice would you actually give them? To do their homework, you know. Okay. Do their homework and um, figure out their industry is part of. The CCI industry, the cultural creative industry, is um, ensuring that um, there's so much different things out there that for creatives to do. And I think that's one of the reasons why most people gravitate towards um, Clubhouse because of the CCI industry. Um, however, it is an industry as well that's very wide open and free. So okay. there's the opportunity to be taken advantage of as well. So in anything you do is um, just to ensure that you've done your own work to find out what exactly you're getting yourself into and, mm-hmm. you know, always be part of what the venture is that you're about to start and not just leave it a hundred percent open to, you know, whether it be music or sports to someone else. It doesn't even stop there because you can do your research. You mm-hmm. meet with someone it's not what you envision, but the fact that you did your, you did some research before you have an idea. If that doesn't work, just keep mm-hmm. on going, you know, yeah, that's a fair point. do more research until you get it. Because the first 
no, it doesn't mean that it should be the that, end. That that is true. That is true. First, no should never be the end. Use it as motivation, right? Okay. Exactly. All right. So I have one more question for you, um, Empress. And this is like one of my favorite questions that I love to ask, right? <laughs> so <laughs> please go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Um, so if you could be in my shoe right now, right? What's one question you would ask yourself that I haven't asked you? Um, I don't know. To be frank with you. No. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know in terms of that one question, but um, what I will say is that for um, the listeners, and of course that, you know, if you want to know more, Empress Rose, because there's so much more to Empress Rose. You know, they um, research and, f- and find out about international stars itself, internationalstars.com. Um, we're on all the apps and as well. And um, okay. check us out. Um, for myself, I'm more on my personal um, Instagram, you know, speaking to persons that I find, you know, that more convenient and i'm an okay. infinite empress on that side as well so yeah i'm not sure so mm-hmm. go ahead do you do you mind just repeating that again so on uh on all socials so what is the what is your username or what's what how can they find you so apart from you know international stars intel stars mm-hmm. if they wanted to reach you on another social site how can they reach you do you mind repeating that again that's so not- listeners can hear that's infinite empress that's on infinite okay yeah so that's infinite empress that's i-n-f-i-n-i-t-e-m-p-r-e-s-s um by sending a dm okay so they can just slide right into your dm then (laughs) in that case yes (laughs) (laughs) okay empress it was lovely having you here today and i really appreciate that you took the time out and you know come and have a little chat with us you know so Anybody you want to give a big shout out to? Um, just to my, my, you know, to everyone out there, you know, going through a hard time. Mm-hmm. No, it's a very delicate time. Fragile individuals walking around, you know, but um, <clears throat> just understand that there's always hope and just keep going. And if you need help, ask for help by all means. That's it. If you need help, as Empress said, if you need help, just ask for help. Don't sit and just, you know, just be in it on your own. Just reach out to someone and ask for help. That's that's well said, Empress. Well, thank you again, Empress. Thank you for joining us, you know, between a talk and a hard place. And we appreciate you coming and enough love. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. All right.